In today's media, there isn't a lot of accurate representation of what depression is. Typically, it's simply just portrayed as being really sad sometimes, but it's more than that. It's an internalized hate that doesn't want you to know it exists. Its goal is to make sure that you're miserable and you feel like you have no one to blame but yourself. It's like a cloud of smoke that makes everything seem dark, that can't possibly be anything except darkness. The smoke is so thick that it doesn't seem like smoke. It feels like you're just in a dark cave, even though there's plenty of light and it's a bright day. It's like asthma for your mental state. There's plenty of air, you just have a hard time getting it. And there's plenty of light in the world, you just have a hard time seeing it sometimes. Why there isn't a lot of accurate representation in the media about de- depression, the, the number has been growing since the 80s of, you know, forms of media that have accurate representation. One of said books is called Brave Face, a story about coming out and struggling with depression in a time where depression was believed to be fake and being homosexual was seen as a disease. It's an amazing story that sheds some light onto what growing up with depression really looks like. Throughout the story, we learn about the youth of a young boy by the name of Sean and how depression affected him his whole life. Throughout the story, Sean recounts one of the darkest times in his life. The story lies, the story that lies ahead is dark and may contain some trigger warnings and spoilers. You have been warned. So the story begins. All right, before we get into that, a word from today's sponsor, Stan. What what he lacks for in posable thumbs, he makes up for uh, Stan. He's our sponsor. All right, back to the show. The story starts when Sean was in middle school, a time when he was struggling with the term gay, as he he had been taught in his upbringing that it was the lowest of low that a human could be. He had been taught that all gays were just hypersexual creeps with STDs and nothing to look forward to in their life. So how on earth did he end up coming out? Well, it all decided when he started to look at a Playgirl magazine and eventually realized he liked looking at it a little too much. And after about a year of being in denial, he couldn't deny it anymore and realized he was gay. However, he couldn't He hadn't told anyone, except his closest friend, Madeline, who accepted him. Despite this, he was always scared to confess to a boy out of fear that they would hurt him and, like, physically abuse him for coming out, because that's that's the way things were in the 80s. Late in his junior year, he decided to wear a shirt that said queer to school. Despite his efforts to hide the shirt, 
His mother found it and questioned him. When he got home from school, he was forced to come out. His mother cried and eventually came to terms with it. But his father, he didn't take the news so lightly. And his father often gave him a hard time. As the depression continued to set in, he began to cut himself. After making it through high school, he decided to go to college and began to be just more and more mistreated and things only went downhill from there. One day he attempted suicide and I'll spare you the details. It's a, it's a dark story, not one we can bring up on the show. And just say that it's a miracle he survived. After months of therapy in a mental hospital and the actual hospital, he finally was released from the mental hospital. But, and he's doing a lot better now. However, Sean still struggles. But what he learned in the mental hospital was that it's okay to ask for help. Not being okay is okay. You're allowed to not be okay sometimes. You're allowed to not feel okay. The difference is when you don't feel okay and don't seek help and don't feel okay and do seek help. Thank you.